everybody, and welcome to another Last of Us podcast. We are at the season finale. It has been watched. I have seen it with my eyes. Bohan has seen it with his eyes. Mr. Bohan, how are you right now at this very second? Um, Dry. Dry. Ugh. That's not good. Dry is not good. We'll see if we can, we can get you somewhere better by the end of this, but we'll just have to say. So, <clears throat> um, not going to waste a whole lot of time on this. We are going to jump right into spoilers. So, if you were hoping to not hear spoilers, then you might want to tune out. But as long as you're okay with it, we're going to run with it. So, we're going to jump right in. Um, I want to hear what you think first because you uh, have, you didn't play the video game. I don't know. Did you? But you said you knew the ending anyway, right? Yeah, I already knew the ending. So, you already knew the ending. So, I guess it's yeah. not exactly the same. But I'm still curious what your thoughts are. Um, before I jump into mine, if you don't mind going first this time. Um, so yeah, what did you, uh, what did you think of the episode as a whole and how it finishes out at least this season, if not the whole series, I'm not sure if they're going to have a second season, they probably will. But, uh, what did you think? Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was still good. I, uh, I still enjoyed it. It's a good show. Um, my main quarrel with this episode is it just it was really short. It was. Uh, at least it felt really short. I'm pretty sure it was short. It was only 45. There was about 45 yeah. minutes. And that's for it. a season finale, that's that's just odd to me that it was so short. Um, and once again, still the lack of fungus bros. It's, that's another complaint yeah. of mine. But uh, yeah, overall, was it, was, it was a good show. Uh, they, they stuck really close to like... I don't know every single fiber and detail of the game. Once again, haven't played it. I have seen some gameplay. I have seen some cutscenes. Um, from what I saw, they stuck really close to the source material. Uh, I have seen that final cutscene with like Joel entering into the the surgical room, and I it was just uh, almost point for point accurate to the game. So yeah, I, I don't have any main like giant quarrels or nitpicks with the with the show uh the acting once again amazing pedro pascal bella ramsey excellent absolutely excellent uh if it wasn't for these two characters this show would be not very good <laughs> yeah and to be fair i think that's true of the video game so if joe and ellie weren't great characters it's still a good story but it it doesn't it doesn't hold up without those two that's that's the truth of it. Even even if they were just okay characters, that would just be another run of the mill video game, and the show never would have existed. So, no, you're dead on about that. One thing I did want to point out before we talk more is I, I did want to do another podcast that recaps the whole series. So we're not really going to recap the series much um, during this podcast. We'll just talk about the finale itself. So just something. To- let you guys know in case you're waiting for what we think of the whole series uh we're going to release that in a couple days as its own podcast but um anyway as you were as you were saying yeah i mean it's still a good show it's a great show uh i can't really say that i have very many complaints the episode was like i said it doesn't divert from what i've seen in the game so and I don't, I don't know how some people are going to feel about that because I know, I know when the game came out, there was a lot of controversy with how the first game ended. Like, you know, it, it sparked a lot of conversation of, oh, did Joel do the right thing? Did he do the wrong thing? Like, you know, put yourself in those in those shoes. Would you? What would you do? Like, would you, would you save somebody that you love a lot, or would you just continue to watch the world burn? Like, <laughs> it's an incredible yeah. moral question because yep. basically what you're putting out there is for everyone around you there's an obvious choice but for you there isn't and for a lot of people i feel like they're like oh obviously you do what's best for the world do you though because it will literally really have to uh, in your existence that you have to put yourself in their shoes you really have to look into perspective to to get the full understanding of the moral of the show and of the game yeah, and that's one of the beauties of that ending is that it gets people talking. Like, I'm usually not the biggest fan of, like, people putting stuff into shows just to get people talking. 
but this is kind of the an exception to that this is the kind of stuff that i do like when they do this kind of stuff that really gets you thinking yeah where where would my morals end up in right. in this situation um as far as what i thought of the episode itself uh you're very right it, pretty much dead on for one i did not like how um how short it was i, I didn't really understand it was why was this would be so short, short. Like I expected for a season finale to be at least an at least hour. an hour and a half. Or an hour and a half. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it is. Um I don't remember how many fungus bros were involved in, in the ending part of this show. I don't think a whole lot were. So I'm pretty sure it was pretty accurate. That's why in the last episode I was like, Yeah, you if you want to see fungo fun, fungo fungus bros in the finale, uh, you're probably not going to. And I turned out to be right about that. They, uh, it was pretty much dead on to the video game, which I respect and I like it. I was, I think a part of me was kind of wondering slash hoping, will they fickle with the ending a little bit? Will they twist it a little bit? Will they twist the meaning of it a little bit? Will they make Joel do something a little bit different while still staying true to the video game? But I guess I'm slightly disappointed they didn't try that, but a part of me is also happy they didn't. I, I, I feel like this show, every time they've, fickled with stuff that's not exactly the same as the video game they've done well i don't think they've ever changed something that i'm like oh god that ruins the whole story or anything they've done a really good job of making those tiny adjustments without hurting the overall show or the video game story that it's based on this time around i i was kind of hoping maybe they'd come up with something really smart that would somehow suffice everything just because it is a tough ending you know, it, it, but that, but it's supposed to be. You know that that that's the idea, and they stuck with it. I can't be upset with them. See, for I think that. I, I think you it's know, fine. They, yeah, I'd I, rather them stick to. I'd rather them stick to the source material because some people just aren't great with coming up with like whenever you add your own little twist to it, it it can kind of taint and ruin something. And mm-hmm. you know, there's a there's a huge fan base out there for the video game The Last of Us. And I feel like I feel like it's best just to stick to the actual story. Yeah, which also for people that didn't like The Last of Us Part Two, it opens the door very wide for that story to continue the same way it does in the video game. So I assume they'll have a season two, which will probably recap the sequel to the video game, I would imagine. But I guess we'll we'll see if they go that route or not. I'm, I'm... pretty sure this show is very successful. I'm more curious as to what they are going to do with if with the season two, the same or not? Yeah, because that one. Well, the season one... two finale is what really bothered. Like this one, I don't feel like there was a huge outrage about this being such a shitty ending. This was just like a whoa ending, because right, when it no. happens in the video game, it's you're not like, oh my god, ending. am I doing this? That's what I thought. <laughs> like when I was like. Because obviously you are Joel and you're the one going through the hospital killing all these people. And I'm thinking like, boy, I kind of feel like the bad guy here. This is this is wild. It it was that kind of an ending. Yeah. It was supposed to make you wonder like, oh, shit, am I a bad guy? (laughs) It kind of like gives you this whole weird moment in the show um, or in the video game. And then I think with what they but the ending to season two, I think, was different. I think a lot of or excuse me. Part two, a little tired, and I keep saying the wrong word. But the ending to Last of Us Part Two, I, I'm very curious what they'll do with that. Well, but not only the ending, anything. but what happens at the beginning of the game as well. At least, kind of mm-hmm. early in the game. Yeah, that I imagine they'll <laughs> probably stick with. To be honest, but you think so? I think they will. Well, yeah. they they didn't deviate almost at all this first season, and there's things they could have. And this this is the most. Um, if they were going to deviate from something, I was curious if it was going to be the ending to this season. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as big right. moments, because after the first episode, I'm like, boy, these guys really love the source material. They're not deviating much from the story, which I really liked. And I like that they went that way the whole way through. But if there was one big thing that they would switch up, I thought it might be this. I thought this was the only thing they might fuck with a little bit to help themselves out for season two or something. But they didn't do that. Uh, they stuck to the source material practically word for word. Um, so I I liked it, though. I did. Um, 
it didn't necessarily i wouldn't say i was blown away because obviously i knew it was coming same um, yeah i mean so, i knew it was coming as well yeah so it's 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 tough for people to play the video game i am curious what people thought that had no idea what was going to happen this probably yeah, blew yeah, them away be interesting <laughs> yeah i i kind of wish neither of us knew the ending that would have been really interesting to see what our reactions would yeah, have it's kind of hard to avoid that with a huge video game title that's been out for 10 years though yeah i mean that's that's not likely to happen so I am curious if a bunch of people, I think it's kind of like the game of Thrones, red wedding. Like the people that read the book are like, Oh man, people are going to fucking freak out when they see this. And everybody else had no fucking clue that was going. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's kind of how it works, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I adored this episode. I was just like solid. They, they, they finished it out. Um, and they, they did what needed to be done. So solid. And it was a very accurate representation of the whole thing. Again, their acting is outstanding. Um, I do think the one thing that makes it more difficult, and we'll get into this a little bit more, is I don't know if the shift from Joel suddenly killing everybody is as... Because there's such a big shift in Joel's character in this episode um, because we don't have time with him. You know what I'm saying? Like in the video game, you got all this time and time and time and time. They don't right. have as much time here. So I do think they lose a little there. Pedro Pascal has to do a lot of work here. And I think he does a good job, but I still think there's only so much you can do. You know, it's like you, because that, that seems like well, a, a show, massive shift for his character. In a show, you don't have gameplay. So no, you don't. It have is going to lessen the time. So I don't know if I don't know if that came like again. It's hard because we or I played the video game. You've seen the ending to make that connection as much. I'm very curious what people thought that hadn't played the video game, but um, here we are. So anyway, I, I enjoyed it. It was good, uh, and they nailed a lot of the scenes. So now, let's take it piece by piece. Jump into the details um, because right out of the gate is the only thing that is different from the video game, and this I'm pretty positive again. I, I'd hate to be wrong, and I've been shit on in the comments many times. Well, it's not shit on. You guys are just telling me the truth. But do it again. But I'm pretty positive this is not in the video game. I don't think that entire scene is in the video game with the mom. Or if it is, I'm an idiot and totally forget about it. Um, I honestly feel like I need to look that up because my brain's playing tricks on me. But I, I think that's not in there. So... What let, well, I feel like well, let me tell I tell me what like you that thought of that scene and I'll see if I can find it. I feel like wrong. that wouldn't be in there because they have done is. a they've done a like I once again I don't know I haven't played the game I've just seen bits and pieces um but the reason why I don't think it would be in the game is the showrunners have tried and I think have successfully brought a bunch of the in-game characters like the people that do like the the motion capturing and the voices for the characters they've tried to squeeze them in the show in some way shape or form and the mother here is the motion capture and the voice actor for ellie yep ashley johnson yeah so i feel like that was their way of like all right we need to uh we need to put video game ellie in the show and that was kind of their way of squeezing her in and giving her a pretty big role because she's the one that gives birth to Ellie for uh for the show. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I absolutely love the way they did this. That I mean, I'm gonna go with that it's not in the video game because I completely don't remember this. If it is, I don't think it is, and I love how they incorporate Ashley Johnson into the show. It took me a minute to realize that was Ashley Johnson because I was thinking like, boy, she looks familiar. It because I'm so fucking dense took me about a minute or two and i'm like oh shit that's ellie because <laughs> you can uh tell the voice and everything um and i love that they made ashley johnson the mother of ellie i think that's just a really cool way to incorporate the voice actors who did such a good job in the video game um so i was i i was that that's kind of like a nerdy nerdy thing for me I'm like oh yeah, it's so kind of cool. like uh it's like video game Ellie passing the torch to show Ellie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally. By like giving, giving birth. birth to show Ellie. <laughs> I, I really like the way that they implemented that. But I also like, because some of the only things Last of Us has done, or the show Last of Us has done to distinguish itself from the video game, is these ways of explaining the cordyceps. 
because that's not really done in the video game at all. You're just like, all right, there's just fungus people. They don't, the, there's very little uh, science behind it, except in like passing notes and stuff like that, you would say. But in this game, they give you these flashbacks that show how how every how this world came to be. And this was another really cool addition that they added here, that she was immune because she was born basically with the cordyceps because she was bitten or, uh, you know, her mom was bitten as she was giving birth. So the cordyceps are like referencing her almost simultaneously. That's what Marlene says later on. And they think that she's already a cordyceps, so they don't infect Mm her. I think that's a really cool idea that they came up with an excuse again. I don't know if there's any real decent science, but I know there is some science behind that because that's what bacteria do. Um, and that makes sense with what the cordyceps would be doing in this situation. So I really like that addition. And I like that. I, I, I really like how they've done that in this show and explained the whole thing instead of just there being fungus bros. Now we know why there are fungus bros and how they function and the science behind it and coming up with a, le- I mean, a legitimate scientific explanation that is plausible is pretty, uh, pretty incredible what they've done but i really really liked how they did this i thought this was a really cool scene it's a cool idea i don't know exactly once again i don't know if this is 100 percent scientifically accurate the only way that we would probably really it, it is plausible uh it's I, a little I'm bit of plausibility at least but the only way that we would really know is and i don't know this myself if like let's say an ant gets infected with cordyceps and it encounters cordyceps again while it's already infected with the cordyceps that it is encountering on its second run like what would they do to the ant would they like back up the cordyceps that are already there and just speed up the infection or would they be like oh this this host is already infected so we don't need to do anything yeah yeah um i don't know that's the that's the science behind it maybe there's some truth to it maybe there isn't um, but if there is truth to it, hey, we know how to survive the uh, cordyceps apocalypse. <laughs> we just gotta get somebody pregnant as they're being bitten and dying. <laughs> I don't know how we'd pull that off. I mean, I'm, I know we could do it, but you know, gotta do what you gotta do. The timing has to be like super specific for that, though. Cause... Oh, very. <laughs> it would be she... such a weird thing to have to do. Because as she was fighting off that fungus bro, she she must have popped Ellie out while she was fighting off the fungus bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of it. That was one part of the scene was kind of odd because like she was starting to obviously have contractions and stuff, but then out of, <laughs> and all of a sudden the the kids just there. I'm like, all right, I I mean, I, I mean, guess it's, it's I adrenaline's guess going. So that is a she oh, just... oh yeah, she definitely would have <laughs> adrenaline going. That. Maybe this is something that they could start doing in hospitals to help the yeah help, help the pain. Send the fungus bro in. Send the fungus bro in, so you'll be so distracted you won't even worry about the intense yeah, pain yeah. that you're having during your pregnancy. Just have all right, well, Mrs. We don't have all right, Mrs. Smith. You've been in labor for <laughs> eighty-four hours now. Oh my the god! Hospital, the hospital. The hospital's gonna. The hospital's not going to pay for this anymore, so we're gonna have to get that baby oh. out of you. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna bring in Jimbo the the cordyceps, and uh, he's gonna help you. And they just let him Jimbo in, and he cordyceps. comes running into the room, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh jumps on the bed. <laughs> don't let him bite you. <laughs> don't let. No, him bite I would have. <laughs> well, we don't have fungus bros right now in modern society, not yet. So what we need to do is we'd have to send like a a murderer or something or a rabid dog or something to attack the attack the woman while she's in pregnancy because she doesn't have I enough problems. Needs, I think it needs to be Jimbo the fungus bro. We don't have any fungus bros. They don't have we'll those in the there. hospital, as far as I know. So this is maybe they keep them in the a, a, a in the basement. In the basement, yeah. They they already knew all the time. Um, so other than that interesting possibility for future, uh, you know, childbearing, I, I thought this was just really cool. And we see how Marlene obviously comes into play in all this. Um, I honestly thought when Marlene showed up, I was like, is she going to be like way too late? And, you know, uh, the mother's already gone full cordyceps. I mean, I guess that wouldn't make and sense. eating the baby. Boy, that would have been, <laughs> the, a, boy, that that been, been a wild a red herring. Like, Whoa! <laughs> it's a, it's not the same Ellie. Yeah, it's just yeah, a that's... different random Ellie that 
was just there was no purpose at all. <laughs> just threw it in there to be like, ha, yeah, just to, fooled you. Ha-ha, fooled you, idiots. <laughs> yeah, so that didn't happen. But um, pretty cool, well acted scene. I mean, they really all are. I mean, Ashley Johnson kills it in this role. I mean, obviously she knows how to act and she shows it very much so in this role. So they go through all of that. We find out Ellie's entire backstory, basically. And then they kind of flash forward up to where Joel and Ellie are. And this whole part is kind of odd because Joel's personality seems significantly different than when we had last seen him. Now, of course, Joel has gone, he's spent the last three episodes, you know, stabbed or like partially not entirely with it, but definitely not in a very good mood. <laughs> not a very happy guy. And instead of seeing this like, you know, trajectory to him being in the mood he is now, it kind of happens more abruptly because again, we're moving along pretty quickly here, but Joel is pretty uppity. I mean, he's just and Pascal does a good job of communicating the message pretty clearly that he is almost giddy about being a dad again, basically. I mean that that's that's ultimately what I get out of this. He's just he, he's just so much more up and happy and has meaning in his life and everything, which they really need to uh, push during this episode for the ending to really work because. It doesn't make sense otherwise. And uh, they push it pretty hard with Chef Boyardee, Boggle, which, by the way, I am incredibly good at Boggle. I just wanted to throw that out there. I've played Boggle once, and I hate it. I love Boggle. I'm so fucking good at Boggle. I had a family night years ago playing Boggle, and it was at a dining room table, and I wasn't doing very well. I took the Boggle, threw it at the wall. It broke. I flipped over the table. Broke a few windows. I I cannot play Boggle. Do you ever have another family game night? No. I wouldn't imagine. If there <laughs> has been, I have never been invited to it again. All right. Well, that's... All right. So, Boggle. Did you get some PTSD over seeing the Boggle scene I, last of I became moderately enraged. Mm, moderately and then enraged. Joel says he's not very good at it either. And I was like, yeah. You feel better. <laughs> Uh, it made me feel a little better, yeah, knowing that. Like, I'm wondering if he gets as mad as I do. Well, I mean, it would make more sense in his situation. He's always got a gun. Anyway, and Chef, there's also Chef Boyardee. Beef Ravioli makes a cameo appance, which I also used to love when I was a kid. Except yeah, it took I me a long like time. Chef do you want to know something nasty about me and Beef Ravioli? Out of the can. Yes. I think we've all done that. We've all been there. Just yeah, well, the, the pro- can, just I was it. just... Yeah, well, I just didn't have standards <laughs> as a kid. I just ate. at least you didn't put it in the microwave in the can. No, I didn't do that. I probably did <laughs> once, actually. I don't remember if I did or not, but that sounds like I something like, I do. I feel like you would know it if you did. You would remember it. I did so many stupid things, though, and they weren't like cool, stupid things. They were just stupid things, not like oh, I got drunk and party with my friends. No, I just did dumb shit like I blowing got, up my microwave and drunk and. Made out with Bohan. <laughs> yeah, that didn't All right. We're way off subject with the beef ravioli and the boggle. Um, but yeah, Joel's talking about beef ravioli boggle. He's talking about the guitar. He's like, boy, I could start playing guitar. I can teach you how to play guitar. Which um we do see calling in calling forward to yeah, yeah, Last of Us Part Two that she's always playing a guitar. So there was actually a lot of callbacks that I actually noticed in this uh in this episode and we'll talk about that in a sec too but ellie's out of it she's not feeling up to it at all which i guess is because she knows that how close they are to the end of the road and i think she's partially already accepting that there's a decent chance that maybe uh she doesn't come out of this um and trying to maybe accept that that's the feeling i'm getting she never outright says that but she's very different at this time. And I don't know if it's like she's traumatized from what happened in the last episode, but again, I don't know how much time has passed. I would say it could be that too. I would say it's a combination of the two, uh, everything, what she has been through and the unknown of what she is going to go through. I would say Mm -hmm. it's a combination of the two. That's, that's a lot to bear. Yeah. And so I did find that a little 
odd seeing the weird contrast of personalities that both of them are putting out at this point. Um, you do see, I, I do think that line is straight from the video game where he talks about blowing up the thing with dynamite and saying, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any dynamite. I think that's literally comes straight from the video game. And then there, uh, he makes a line about them, you know, dropping bombs and they couldn't demolish this building, uh, which is another little funny thing. But Ellie still not taking the bait. It's like Joel's trying to get her to be Ellie and uh, it's, it's not happening at this point. But there's also a callback with the ladder because this is a big. This happens a lot in the video game because Ellie can get to certain places in the video game that you can't. So Joel will be like, hey. If I give you a boost, can you get that yep. ladder and bring it down? Like, there's a lot of those moments yeah, in this yeah. uh, I, in the video game. I, so it felt like a video game moment because you always yeah. have like, whenever you have a duo somewhere, there's always that. Hey, I'll give you a boost. Go, go drop that ladder, or mm-hmm. uh, go go find another like lever or something to pull to extend that bridge, or you know something. Yeah, like these that. would be the little puzzles and shit that I fucking sucked at. I never really put it together that Ellie needed to go get these <laughs> or Ellie be like, I can go do that. And I'd be like, how do I make her do it? She's like, come on, man, I can go do that. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Point is I, I'm not very good at video games, but uh, luckily we don't have to go through that part in this show of having Joel constantly not realize how to get the ladder. We just get straight to it. And then they go up the ladder and she gets excited. Ellie comes to life because she's seen a giraffe. And she runs all the way up to get to see the giraffe. And we have this cute giraffe moment, which is pretty iconic from The Last of Us. Um, this is just a beautiful part of the game. like, And it looks almost completely identical to what it looks like in the video game, the whole giraffe moment. And I think this plays really well. Now, I'm assuming the giraffe uh, got to be CGI. Like, that's not a real giraffe. I'd be I don't amazed. know. It looks really real. It's, it's, it CGI looks good. Really good CGI. I'd, I bet that was CGI, like but that was giraffe. really good. <laughs> I was I was thinking like I wasn't sure exactly how they would shoot this scene. Like, would they actually get a real giraffe? Would they actually I should have watched the behind the scenes because they probably told you, but I I'm assuming it was CGI. But if that was a real giraffe, that damn. was a really good CGI giraffe. It was a good CGI giraffe either way. But either way, it was cool. I, I like the little Ellie gets to be a kid moment. It's always cool to see those moments where you know, Ellie actually gets to be a kid because she's never been in the apocalypse, basically. And, uh, you know, then there's that famous line of you can't beat the view, which calls to mind this like bigger picture of the apocalypse. And yeah, the apocalypse is awful and stuff, but there is something oddly beautiful about it. I mean, there's, there's a much deeper thing I could get into with all of that philosophical and all this shit, but it is interesting how The Last of Us doesn't, and I think I mentioned this before, it doesn't depict the world of the apocalypse as like in a wasteland. It's not a bunch of sand everywhere. There's no, right. it's not like it's dead. It's dead as far as people are concerned, but nature is taking over. There's grass everywhere, and it's actually quite pretty, which is uh, interesting how it's depicted in The Last of Us because I think in the video game that was one of the first to really show that and I think we talked about this before but I don't know I, I kind of I, I like that because I think that's more accurate to what it would actually look it like. It is. And I assume the giraffes got out from the zoo because I don't know why else the yeah, fuck yeah, there's they, they giraffes would, out. <laughs> it would have to be from a zoo. In America. But um, yeah so that's all pretty cool. Neat scene. Now when Joe and Ellie go down to the little military camp well actually before that joel tells ellie that she doesn't have to do this you know you know we could we could go back you know we don't have to go through with this and that's of course when the nugget really gets planted that joel's probably considering joel doesn't want to do this because he doesn't know if ellie's going to get taken one way or another like either there's a billion different ways this could go bad for ellie and i think joel is extremely aware of that and it also shows how much how much he's grown as a character because he's talking about sarah pretty shortly after this Mm -hmm. which before he couldn't have that name brought up at all now he brings it up and talks about sarah a lot so obviously showing how insanely important ellie 
has been. It's completely revived his humanity, which is ironic <laughs> in a lot of different ways. Um, so, I mean, he simultaneously is bringing up how Ellie's helped him get over Sarah. And he's also bringing up how, you know, what a bad person he was after Sarah. Basically saying, without saying, I'm nothing without you. Like, you've saved my life, more or less. And he almost says as much, practically straight to her. Right. Uh, I really liked the scene because he uh, he finally brings up about how he got the scar about the, the guy who missed. And uh, he's like, I was the guy that missed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. And uh, see, I didn't know this part. I don't. I didn't know if this was even in the game or not. But I, I didn't know about this at all. So this was a little new to me. And uh, whenever they start having that that talk about, you know, how he lost Sarah, and he did some bad shit, and he didn't have anything else to live for. He was ready. He wasn't scared. And he did it. And he flinched. And he missed. And uh, he said, you know, he's like, I don't know what caused it. I don't know why it happened. Mm-hmm. And uh he's like, but now now I'm glad it happened. And Ellie's like, I'm glad it happened too. I guess, you know, I guess time heals everything. And like I really like the line where Joel says it wasn't time. Like yeah. Pretty much saying like, you know, it's it was finding you. It was it was, you know, having a second chance. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I like that little back and forth is just so important, but I gotta say it does feel fast. Like everything felt kind of fast in this episode. Like I felt like they could have taken more time. I mean, we'll talk about it in the, in the podcast about the whole series, but that's been the one thing. It's like, they could probably take more time here. They don't have to fly through this. There's a lot of that, I think in this show. And I think there's a little bit of it here too. Um, he does ask to hear pawns, uh, pawns, puns and stuff. Puns. Yeah, he <laughs> wants to hear some shitty puns. Ellie delivers until Ellie kind of comes back to life and stuff. And then we see some dude, some dude moving in the background. I'm like, oh, because I di- honestly didn't remember how they got into the hospital. I think this is accurate to the video game that they literally get ambushed, like they were going to get killed or something to that effect. And uh, pretty brutal. He gets his head bashed in <laughs> and wakes up in Firefly Hospital. Well, they get a flashbang thrown in. Be- well, they got flash- what? flashbang or tear gas or something. But I think way. it was a flashbang. Um, well, either way, it knocked him out. And then we're thrust into that beginning of the end uh, when he's in there with Marlene. And... I'm trying to remember exactly how this went in the video game, but I think it's extremely close to the same because the only thing was it's it felt like Marlene and the Fireflies were a little more cruel to Joel this time. Like Marlene was like nice and all, and then she's like, all right, now get the fuck out, and if he moves, kill him. Like, I mean, I get it. Like Marlene doesn't have weird objectives or anything at this point like i get why she's being that cruel but still like right hmm. i guess it gives a little bit more like well she realizes that this isn't the same joel that she last saw too like no, she catches he's, he's attached and she can tell and she can tell he might be dangerous enough that he might even consider doing a thing uh-huh. or two about it <laughs> and she doesn't want to take that risk at all which i understand however I mean, I think she does the same thing in the video game. I just always thought there was different ways she probably could have gone about that. <laughs> but then again, I guess it's hard to predict that Joel would do what Joel did. But also, it's like, if Joel if, if Joel did just leave, well, that is pretty shitty. Like, basically, here's nothing and good luck. And just throw him out in the lake. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. he gets to keep his gun and stuff. But, jeez, that really blows. Um, so that, that part actually got me thinking, I was like, shit, it's probably, I mean, she die. does, <laughs> she does make the comment of like how she came across the country as well. And she had five people protecting her and she nearly died like every day 
Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes it sound like that the guys that were with her didn't live. And she's like, how the hell, like, did, did you, you and yourself? Ellie do this by yourselves? Like, th- that's nuts. And she's like, out of all the people that I would have hoped to have never owed a debt to, I was really hoping it wouldn't be you. But she I brings that up, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it turns it turns on its head real quick. Uh, and her mood changes real quick when she can tell that he doesn't give a shit anymore about the like world because Ellie is now the world. And I think Marlene right. puts it together pretty quickly. Like, okay, now you're a threat. I wonder if Joel wouldn't have made that so obvious if she'd have been like, all right, you understand. He's like, Oh yeah, I get it. That's how, that's how it works. I wonder if she would have like how she would have reacted differently. If she would have been like, Oh, you can help us here. You could stay here and work with us or, you know, like I wonder. Right. How yeah. she would have done that if he hadn't those, reacted what the way he did. <laughs> What if, but that was not to be. Um, so they start to escort Joel out. He's obviously trying to think of how he wants to kill everyone. I think you know, it's slowly but surely getting that route. And as he's going down the stairs, the massacre begins. I was wondering how they were going to do this because obviously in the video game, you are the one doing the massacre and it's a lot longer, a lot, a lot of people you have to kill. But I wondered, are they going to, I wondered if they were going to shortchange us there and be like, he just kills like two people or something. He did kill a lot of people and I don't think they really shortchange you. I mean, I think you probably kill like 40 people in the video game, but you know, he didn't need to kill 40. You can tell he killed a lot of people. They, they did keep in just how brutal this is um because joel is merciless during this slaughter because that's all it is is the slaughter it's it's not like sometimes in i think in most um media or most entertainment if somebody was in this situation where they were fighting people that aren't necessarily bad guys in this situation they're all doing this for a good purpose and everything they they would be like shooting them in the legs or like if they had the chance to not kill them, they wouldn't kill them. You know, like they would, there'd be some way of them getting around just killing them. Joel's not doing that at all. He is killing all of them and he's making sure that they're dead. There's not this like, except for very few, but he kills everybody that could potentially be in his way. Even when they're down and out, he shoots them in the head. (laughs) It's just, that's like the, uh, the one guy, uh, that he came across the one guy put his gun down on the ground it was like raising his hands and backing away from surrender. it surrender and yeah and joel just just popped him right in the face yeah and you kind of knew he was going to the way that, that oh yeah <laughs> that was all going there was no way yeah there's no chance that that guy's gonna because i mean you never know so if i were in joel's situation I, I would just pop him in the face too because as soon as you walk away that dude could pick his gun back up and start shooting at you yeah and you can't just i guess you could double <laughs> You double hold guns, but that's not a really effective way to shoot unless you're Rambo or Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I don't think that actually really works that well in the real world. So yeah, he doesn't take any chances. Dead person, dead guy, dead guy, dead, 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 dead. killing everybody. And he gets into the room, the surgery room with the doctors. And this, I'm pretty sure, like you said, dead on from the video game. Yeah, it was it was very similar because you have the the main surgeon who's like, you know, like, whoa, like what are you doing? And, you know, Joel's like, unhook her. And he's like, I'm not going to let you touch her. And then Joel just shoots the, the surgeon right in the face. Not wasting any time. Yeah, no and, hesitation either. <laughs> and that surgeon is so unbelievably important. I mean, yep. obviously, like, I mean, how many surgeons could do this that are still alive? Or the, the, the odds of getting one now are ridiculously hard. So in that moment, he's already ruined hope <laughs> in that moment. And I was actually surprised he doesn't kill the nurses. But I don't remember if he did in the video game or not, but he did not kill the nurses. He let them live. So that's the only ones he let live. Everybody else yeah. dies. <laughs> so he takes Ellie out of there, and then he meets Marlene in the parking garage, basically. And this is dead on from the video game. I was surprised how, like, there's so many moments in this that are, they are literally making sure the scenery around them is exactly the same. I am unbelievably impressed by that. 
like throughout this series. But in this this show, like that scenery, like the draft scene, everything there looks exactly the same as the video game. And then that hospital looks exactly the same as the video game. Hell, the way that you're killing some of the people is exactly the same as the video game. It's it's incredible attention to detail. But they're in the parking garage, which I was wondering, like, I wonder if you'll meet Marlene somewhere else. They don't have to meet in the parking garage. Like, nope, dead on. They meet in the parking garage in the same exact way as they do in the video game. And then they even shoot this scene exactly the same in a way that I actually forgot that was in the video game until they did it in the show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly how it is in the video game. Marlene is the last one to beg. Like, even after all you've done, you could still do the right thing. And I remember thinking in the video game, I'm like, oh, maybe this is where I do the right thing because, you know, I'm not in control anymore. Like, I don't have to kill all these people. Maybe maybe Joel sacrifices himself at this point in his one last-ditch effort. And he's like, you're right. Ellie would want this. That is what she would want. And he does kind of admit to that, but doesn't care <laughs> and kills Marlene anyway. Yep. And that's what happened in the video game. That shocked me in the game. I even had a moment where you see it it flashes forward to Joel driving the car. And I remember thinking in the video game, I'm like, boy, I kind of hope Ellie's not in that back seat. A part of me kind of hopes that. And then I was hoping that again in this show for a second. I'm like, what if they decided to change that ending? I don't know if I was hoping for it, but I was interested to see if they'd do that. But now Ellie's in that back seat and Joel does the same exact thing. Uh, that he does in the video game he tells her the same exact lie that oh there's actually been a lot of uh people that had your disease and uh i couldn't find a cure they couldn't get it to work so uh we had to leave and he also adds in that raiders attacked i'm not sure if that's in the video game but he throws that in there too well i also like how she's like "Did, did people get hurt and like joel's like yes like (laughs) well i mean as long as you said raiders attacked at least there was some truth to that (laughs) he could he could make it look right and then it shows back to him killing marlene begging one last time and he says the same line he says in the video game like please let me live and he'd be like you'll just come after her boom dead endo story and then the whole thing ends with him uh, taking a little hike with Ellie and just like the video game, except I don't remember if Ellie talked about Riley at this moment in the video game or not. She I'm glad that have. they still brought this up though, because yeah. this, this ties up how that went down. Yeah. I, I think that overall that that was, that was kind of nice that they finished that off again. I don't remember if that was in the video game or not. It probably was, but I do remember Ellie asking him like, swear to me that you didn't, that you're telling me the truth. And I actually did see a little bit of the behind the scenes of this moment. And Bella Ramsey, the actress was actually talking about this. And she said, Ellie basically knows that Joel's lying to her, but she doesn't want to believe it. Yeah. She doesn't, but she doesn't want to believe it. So she's like, Oh, if you swear to me, I'll believe you basically, even though I know you're full of shit (laughs) or something something's very wrong here and she can definitely tell and and he says yeah i swear i didn't do it and they basically make their way back to uh jackson and of course we see again joel talking about sarah during this he knows he knows that ellie would have wanted to to save the world to fulfill some sort of purpose sacrifice herself right and it just leaves you with that weird feeling, just like the video game, <laughs> of like, ooh, did I like that? I remember when I played the video game, I definitely didn't want that to be how it ends, but I came to respect it in time. <laughs> but I think when, because it's it's the big moral conundrum. See, from my point of view, and I know every, and this just shows how people are different. From my point of view, for me, it's like, oh, she has to die. I mean, it's the world like, yeah, my world is ruined, but that, I mean, I, it's for the greater good. It has to be done. Now, have I ever been in that situation? Of course not. And as I get older, that decision isn't as easy as when I was younger. 
you know, because playing younger, maybe there's more hope and stuff. But as you grow older and older, eh, you start to understand a little bit more and more why Joel did what Joel did. And I think that's the beauty of that kind of ending. Like it gives you that weird conundrum in your mind of like, would I? Right. Is that the right call? Your perspective can always change on that. Yeah. And I mean, I'm probably will feel different in another 10 years, but I don't know. I, I think that just, it, it's, it's one of those that really shows the character of a person of what they would do in that situation. Of course, what I'd really do is I would not be able to kill the fireflies. So I would get killed. Even if I tried to stop, even if I tried to save Ellie, I'd still be dead. <laughs> so it's not really that hard of a decision for me, but yeah, it's a pretty wild stuff. But um, yeah, there's not a lot to like parse through as far as being different from the video game because it is identical. That ending is not like I said. I said in the last episode, the last podcast, like I wonder if they're gonna fuck with it. Not at all. They didn't even like kind of go off on their or on their own, dead on the same. And here we are. Yeah. Once again, that's. We're not saying that's a bad thing either. I no, personally, I'm not. I think that's I think that's a good thing. I'm glad they stuck to the source material and didn't do some weird divergence off of the path of the video game to where you know Master Chief is banging the Covenant and like oh, I thought, showing his I thought, ass all the time. I thought you meant in The Last of Us, Master Chief shows up and starts banging I mean... the Covenant. <laughs> like, well, that's a Sony. Microsoft crossover. Is, <laughs> I wasn't expecting. The Covenant is being led by a human lady, and I, like, Marlene. see, that's that's the kind of stuff that we can't. Like, why? Like, the Halo oh, show yeah. was just a complete abomination to society, and yes, I hope a it lot was. of people that are you know in Hollywood and a lot of show writers and stuff like that are seeing this show and seeing the response that it's getting from its audience and going, huh. Maybe we shouldn't do stupid shit for video game to TV show or movie adaptations. We can hope. I mean, I look. I I want to. I want to dive so much deeper into this, and we will during when we go through the whole podcast. But I've been preaching for it feels like years, even if not publicly. But like, why can't they make a good video game? Anything? Why can't they do it? Why do they keep failing? Why are they all so shitty? I knew this was possible. And I remember from the, well, I said this in the first episode, I was like, finally, I knew it could be done. I felt like validated, like, yes, you can make a video game into a good live action. It can be done. And like I said, we'll talk about this in more detail, but they did. This is how it can be done. And yeah, take some fucking notes, people, because I know this show has been the most popular show since it came out. Um, and I'm telling you, this show definitely had build up. There was excitement going into this show, but there is way more now. Like it, it exploded. Yeah. It so gained traction. Th- this is a huge success for HBO and people like this became, I mean, I don't want to say it's as big as game of Thrones, but this became that level of like, everybody had heard of it. Everybody's been talking about it. I listened to the sports show. These guys don't know shit about anything. They don't play video games at all. Well, some of them do. But the point is, like, they all have heard of the show. They're all watching the show. And they're amazed that they're watching the show because they don't like video games. That's the kind of reach this kind of show has had. And that's what you can do with stuff if you pay attention to the source material. And we have a lot of video game TV shows on the horizon. A shit ton. And hopefully they're all planning on doing something similar or one of them i have no idea vein. how they're gonna do oh there's more well, than one there's a I couple of them that i i don't know how they're gonna do yeah oh my god basically every big video game franchise is is at least being talked about for a tv show or a movie right now almost every single one so but don't fuck it up prepare yourselves <laughs> for better or for worse it's coming but uh yeah this is a good episode i just there's just not as much to talk about because it is it was short it was short too i don't like that i think they could have made this a longer episode i don't think they needed to 
I would have watched an hour and a half much. episode. I would have watched a two hour episode. Uh, yeah, this this is a good show. Yeah, and they could have had a scene with Fungus Bros. I think there's a famous one in the sewer that never was in this show. I think um, they that just I was kind of hoping they'd have. I think they blew all their Fungus Bro budget like in the fifth episode and the second episode. I guess so. Um, yeah, it definitely seems like the budget went down a lot in the second half of the season. <laughs> There's a lot less spectacle and stuff and big cool shit happening. Not to say it was bad, but there just wasn't big stuff going on. And also on. not to say the the set designs are still amazing. They're immaculate. They they didn't they didn't skimp on the set designs. Like they still those were very, very good set designs. Yeah. And another thing video game uh, TV shows and movies should take note of in the future is how involved I believe that Naughty Dog, who made the video game, was in this TV show. Like they're very much involved in the in the making. That's probably a very big reason why it was such a success. So take notes. Make sure the original creators of video games have a lot of say. It's why Game of Thrones was successful when it was successful <laughs> because of George R. R. Martin. Let them in and let them have a very, very big say in what happens. It's yep. extremely important. So enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, I've advertised it multiple times, but we will have another podcast going over the entire show. We thought of it from start to finish and all the different things that came out of that. So watch out for that in the next couple of days. Oh, I just popped my knee. It felt so good. Oh, okay. Sorry, that, that felt so good. Um, Yeah, so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, thank you, and leave us a review. If you want to see us in person, we will be on YouTube. Cookie Speaks Words on there. You can find the podcast there, and vice versa if you're watching us on YouTube. But you can't stand our faces. Apple Podcasts and Spotify, look up Cookie Speaks Words, and you will find us there. Also, in the description is our Discord. If you want to keep in touch with us, that's where it's at. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Bohan, this is the last, uh, well, last normal episode. If someone has made it this far, what should they throw in the comments of YouTube? My fingers smell good. Your fingers smell good? Is that what you mm -hmm. wanted to put in the comments or you just wanted to tell me that? I mean, they do smell good. Put that in the comments, though. Okay. Bohan's fingers smell good. Or your fingers I don't know why they good. smell good. I don't know, but it's freaking me out. <laughs> you keep smelling it every They do. They smell really seconds. good. Hmm. You know, I almost started smelling my fingers, and then I realized that's kind of weird. I don't want to do that. But I am kind of curious what they smell like now. Smell them. They don't smell what like they smell anything. like. They just smell like they're not even there. There's there's no smell. I guess that's a good thing. I'll take that. So let us know if your fingers smell good in the comments down below. And uh, I guess that's it for us. Thanks, guys, so much for listening, watching. And uh, keep in touch. We'll have another episode out here soon. So until next time. Until next time. Yeah, they, they, they just don't smell like anything. <laughs>